Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Sixth Seat. Thank you so much for listening. We're really excited to have Ellis Riojas on as our guest today. So I'm Bridget. I'm Juliana. And Austin. I'm Lala. I'm Kira. And And I'm Ellis. (laughs) So Ellis, do you want to just introduce yourself with a little bit about you or your MD intro or? Sure. So like Bridget said, my name is Ellis. I am a senior from Austin, Texas. I was in Dillon Hall for two years. Then we were in exile in Bomber. And then I was one of the few who stayed over here. I'm an RA in Bomber now. I am studying economics and statistics, and I have a minor in design. And I do a bunch of things all over campus. I love it here. Love the people. Great time. Yeah, I know from being Bridget's roommate and also just hearing about you, you're the president of Jump Rope Club. I am. Yeah, so can you like, I don't think most people intuitively know what Jump Rope Club is. At least I didn't. (laughs) Can you explain more about what that is and how you got involved with that sport? Yeah, sure. So we're a competitive jump rope team. We were the third in the nation. There are now more than 40 across different colleges. So in 2016, two people that had jumped all their lives decided, you know what, we're going to make this happen at Notre Dame, Ohio State and Miami, Ohio and UNC. Oh, I think we were the fourth then. Yeah. Miami, Ohio beat us. Uh, But they had teams already and they were like, all right, we're doing this. And we do everything from freestyle single rope to double dutch. Um, seeing how fast we can go, et cetera. Most of us are novices at Notre Dame just because, you know, we don't have that uh, jump rope recruiting line set up yet. <laughs> but, you know, once we do, we'll be, we'll be a force to be reckoned with. We already are. So I had a friend who was on the team and he knew that I did some gymnastics stuff and he just said, you have to go try it. Mm-hmm. And I went to the first one my sophomore year and I just loved it right away. I actually jumped every day sophomore and junior year um i just went to the rock every day grabbed a basket or a racquetball court or went up to the basketball court and just jumped away and slowly slowly and surely got a little bit better and it's just so much fun great workout our mission is just to get notre dame students jumping to get them that great workout in a nice supportive environment uh, but also to bring the sport to the south bend community so we have the opportunity to jump with in a normal year uh, to jump with kids at an extracurricular after school activity for low income families. That's always a blast. Kids are insane, add ropes to that, and it's even more insane. Um, Bridget can attest that that's, yes. you know, we don't always that's accomplish right. what we were planning for the day, but it's a great time um, and we get people moving. Yeah, absolutely. So I am also in Jump Rope Club and joined around the same time as Ellis, but when I was a freshman. Um, and can attest that it's a ton of fun, like getting out into the community is some of the best parts. Um, and you like obviously have put a ton of time into it, as you said, and have gotten really good and gotten so many amazing tricks. So I know you have like a ton of interests and do a lot of activities and stuff. So what was it about jump rope, do you think that really kind of caught you and like got you so interested in it and led you to keep doing it? To jump every day, yeah. <laughs> Well, I got to see right off the bat, like Kristen and Lily, who founded our team, could do so many amazing things. And I was like, I want to do that. And I realized that would take time because I was still working how to jump over the rope without tripping. Um, And 
yeah, I just had that vision of I'm going to, I'm going to meet these goals. I'm going to do these cool tricks. And I, and I worked at it. I think the funny thing that caught me off guard this year, uh, I had like a close call with going into quarantine. And my first thought when I was like waiting for the contact tracers to call was like, I'm going to miss jump rope practice, which told me that like, that's one of my biggest priorities. And it, it caught me off guard a little bit, but I, I love that that's the way it is. That is so cool to me. Um, I love how, first of all, I'm so intrigued. Like, I love how diverse you are. I, as soon as you mentioned my major is like statistics, and then you said my minor is design. I was like, that is like, so cool. Like, how, um, how do you plan on incorporating those in um, after you graduate? And also, what are some things that you are doing in your undergraduate um, moments? that you would like to, um, I guess, express more into like adult life? Yeah. So I probably have one of the most vague and loose post-grad plans in that I will just be floating around the startup world. I work for a startup right now. I have some plans with a, a friend who I'll live with. He's working for one right now, and he's in a position where he could theoretically hire me. So there's some stability to it, but also a lot of instability. But the, the areas that I'd be working in are primarily around digital marketing and design work. So just having those design skills to be able to put together digital content. And then my statistics and data analytics and economics side is, is really driving like business acumen behind, you know, when you're in a startup, you need to be, you need to have your hand in every pot and, and be helping to every corner of the team. So yeah, the, the diverse skill set I've been trying to build here, I think lends itself well to that area. And I'm, I'm super excited. People that work for startups are so engaged and like happy to be at the company. It's just an amazing work environment. Um, and then other things I do that I want to carry on. When I came to campus, like as a freshman, I didn't, I didn't really do anything. Like I didn't continue anything from high school. I joined the debate team for like a hot second and then dropped it. That would have been my only like high school continuation but I joined jump rope. I joined some choirs. I hadn't really sung before. Um, I joined like a praise and worship band. And I think just like branching out into those different ventures showed me some things I really like. So I will be jumping post-college. That's my source of workout uh, primarily, but I also need to find somewhere I can sing because that's a new thing and I love it. I'm with the liturgical choir right now and it's, it's just a blast. Oh, admirable. It's really cool. <laughs> so you mentioned your that you want to go into the startup world and that you have an internship this semester. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Your what you're doing with the Idea Center on campus. Yeah. So an amazing company called This Saves Lives. Uh, the current CEO is actually getting their MBA at Notre Dame, and they reached out to the Idea Center. They're like, we see a lot of really cool students here at Notre Dame. We'd love to put together some sort of inaugural internship program. And the Idea Center forwarded that over to the director of my minor in design. And that's how I got connected. So was thrilled to get the position. I have a co-intern here. Her name is Gabby. She is amazing. And right off the bat, it was clear that this was a company that was doing something really different. And because every bar that you buy, every, every purchase you make with This Saves Lives uh, sends life-saving food to a child suffering from severe acute malnutrition. So our chief sales officer was the seventh employee at Tom's, another giving company. And she's kind of worked her whole life in those different kind of giving companies and really knows what she's doing. I think some of my concerns right off the bat was like, 
you know, when you're giving aid, there's a lot of things you have to consider to do it right, especially when it's across waters. Um, and they met my concerns there. They're really doing this ethically in the best way they can. We have an amazing partner in Action Against Hunger, which is an NGO that actually does all the delivery of all the food aid that we that we send. Um, so yeah, amazing people behind an amazing brand that's that that has an amazing mission, and was founded by a, a couple of celebrities: Kristen Bell, Ryan Devlin, Ravi Patel, and Todd Grinnell. Back in the day, 2013, Kristen was pregnant at the time, so she was like the taste tester when they were making all the bar flavors, and we still we still carry those today. So. It's always a fun story to trace it back. That is funny. And so what exactly are you doing um, yeah. as an intern? Yeah, so I'm, my technical title is, is digital, um, digital intern. I work under the head of digital, who is awesome. But like I said earlier, when you're, when you're working at a startup, you have your, your feet in every door. Yeah. So, I mean, we're on all the, all the business round meetings, trying to just pick up any slack that we can. We're a really small team trying to do really big things. So it's all hands on deck. Um, some of the, the tasks that are like specific to my internship are working on projects to expand to college students. Right now, our demographic is very focused on like moms and active moms um, who can really get interested in our mission. We have a great line of kids products, so it's targeted for them as well. Uh, but we've realized, Gabby and I, that you know, there are college students that are really excited to get engaged with brands that are doing more than just trying to make a profit. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing a lot of uh, research to expand into that market and, and trying to get stuff started here at Notre Dame. Had you worked with the Idea Center before? So a little bit, um, just with various startup ideas, I've used one of their like startup coaches before, mm -hmm. uh, but, but not directly with the Idea Center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know I took a design class too and they were always, my professor was constantly telling us, go to the idea center, make this happen. But I think as a student, I like, I personally don't understand what it is. So it can be daunting. Yeah. How exactly does that process work as someone who's worked with startup coaches? Yeah, so essentially the idea center, it might not be exactly this term, but the, the, the umbrella term is an incubator where it's this place that's really just trying to grow these little baby startups. So they want as many ideas as possible, and then they want to provide as much of a nurturing environment with coaching and advice, but also finance uh, to be able to launch these companies. So they have a lot of events. The ones that, that I've done are just, they'll have like an open pitch night on Fridays. So you just sign up, you have a 30 seconds to kind of sell your idea, um, and you see how people react. There are some that are a little longer, um, get connected with a startup coach to kind of work on those pitches, see where you can go from there. So yeah, it's a source of funding. It's a source of advice. And it's, it's really cool. If you have a great idea, just bring it over there. Notre Dame Shark Tank. <laughs> oh yeah. And there's a little bit of the stress involved in that too. It's super fun. That's so cool. So I, you know, you seem to be interested in startups in every area of your life. Like you're an RA in a brand new dorm. Um, so I'm curious to know a little bit about what it's like to be an RA and bomber this year, especially, you know, we're doing this pandemic semester part two. Um, what's it been like to, you know, help your residents through that and also take on the daunting task of starting a new community? Yeah, so I think no one wished for a year with COVID and no one wished for a pandemic. Um, but I've had 
like solace in realizing that this was a great year for a new dorm to form. Um, and the reason why is that, you know, a new community is like trying to latch on to different things, trying to figure out who they are, uh, meet different people. All those barriers sucked when you're making a new community, right? I'm acknowledging that. Uh, but the cool part is we did get to think really intentionally about, you know, what things are we going to do? In a world where not a lot was happening, we got to have that extra layer of intention behind the activities and the people that, that got to meet each other. Not like we're micromanaging the whole hall, uh, but a great year for a new community to kind of settle in slowly to who they are. Um, and that's been really cool. The other thing <laughs> with how certain traditions or like this like machismo energy behind the men's hall, I think we were one of the safer halls during the pandemic. Mm. Um, beyond COVID, there's room within that to really call people out, you know, if they're not meeting us at that, that standard that Notre Dame is asking us to be. Um, you know, that's a chance to say like, hey, that doesn't fly here. Um, we don't, we don't talk like that. We, we, we treat people with respect. We're a place of welcome for everyone. And I think that because, you know, we haven't locked ourselves into a certain identity yet, we have that flexibility to define who we're going to be. And, and COVID helps slow that down, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never really thought about it that way. And that's such a great, a great positive way to think about it, I think. Because the first way I think about it is not positive. It's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, why this year? Why yeah. did I have to be an RA when it's like so difficult? And I think last semester, especially, like I was hit with so many stresses. Mm -hmm. I think surrounded by, I was putting a lot on me that I didn't need to. Um, that was like, it's my mission to keep this hall safe. Like yeah. I, I need to do everything. It's really difficult when you live in the dorm <laughs> and that's your job and then your home becomes your work. Yeah. Um, so as much as I wanted to keep my door open and like be a part of everything, sometimes that was really just adding to my stress because outside of that door, a lot of things happen that I don't want to see. Um, <laughs> so sometimes, you know, I have to balance and realize a few, a few things are out of my control, mm -hmm. close the door, uh, refresh, recharge, and then go out and, and enjoy life with, with these amazing guys. Yeah, that's really awesome. Thanks. I think Kira has a question for you to kind of close us up unless anybody else has something else they want to ask. Yeah, Alice, so as a senior and as an RA, um, you spent a lot of time on Notre Dame's campus. Just wondering, anything that stuck out to you is something you're really going to miss and any last final things you want to experience before you graduate? Oh my goodness, I have one last thing on my bucket list and I know I'm not going to realize it, but I... My freshman year best friends, like one of them was a fencer. And since then, like I've just stayed up to date with the fencing team. Anything that I can watch fencing, I am there. But I have never interacted with a sport beyond just viewing it. And I would love to just get one fencing lesson at Notre Dame. I know it's not going to happen, especially in a COVID year. That's my bucket list item. Uh, but things that I'll miss, I will be hanging around the South Bend area for a while after graduation super cheap to live here everything's remote so the startup world is is kind of just find the <laughs> find the most affordable place to live and, and work from there so you know i'll be in the space for a while but i think this has been a year where we've already maybe have been reflecting on the things we've missed from from normal years i love la Forge and student center and i realize that my love for it has faded a little bit as 
you know, it's not the same anymore, especially with the transition to Duncan. But I would just go to La Fun and I would walk around and I would say hi to all the people and just like hang out at a booth for a little bit, get a snack from the huddle when you wanted subway dinner. You know, it was just a nice casual space to be with some great people. Um, I know that's not something that you have the privilege of doing in like an adult life unless you live inside of a sitcom. So yeah, I'll miss that real community environment that, that existed in, for me in, in La Fun. I like, is that your favorite spot on campus? I think community-wise that, that, that's up there. Yeah, very cool. Does anyone have any additional questions? Or Ellis, do you have any, anything, anything else you want, you want to talk, talk about? about? Oh my goodness, the pressure's on. Um, my one thing, this freshman class that we have is amazing. Um, they have been incredible through this pandemic and just have so much energy and social awareness that they're bringing to this university. And I am so excited to see what, what this place will look like once they're upperclassmen. I agree. I think, sorry, Lala. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. I was just saying I agree. I love that. Yeah. No, I agree, too. I'm actually about to hang out with my super cool freshman friend right now. But I guess that's a great way to close then. Like, what advice would you give to yourself as a freshman looking back after all these years of your time at Notre Dame? The greatest thing that I've learned during my time here is around managing expectations. Uh, freshman year, I came in with a lot and it always governed the sort of experiences I was allowing myself to have and what I was open to and what I expected about the things that randomly happened. So a lot of things could disappoint me because I was setting these real rigid boundaries. So if I was going to offer anything to myself then. It's really just to, to let go of, of, of maybe a great vision, a great expectation for something you want to happen. Um, but to let go of that and simply let the things that happen to you happen, let the people that you meet, meet you, um, let those relationships flourish without needing to manipulate them or, or turn them into something that you want. And, you know, I think I learned it when I needed to, but I would have, you know, who knows where I would be if I, if I had that spirit before. And it's something I've encouraged my residents to do, especially in a year where everything is super tense um maybe COVID has really taught us to let go of expectations because not a lot of things happen at all but if I'm if I'm encouraging them to take something away from that it's to kind of keep that spirit of going with the flow to a degree that the things that will happen to you will happen make the best of it couldn't have ended it better myself <laughs> this has been so much fun I know I at least now want to be your best friend so <laughs> Uh, yeah, Let's do it. Coming on, it's been such a treat. Yeah, thank you so much. We unfortunately do not have sponsors for this podcast, but check out this saves, this saves lives. lives. Maybe buy some of their bars, and you can also catch Notre Dame Jump Rope Club jumping in May at the St. Mary's College Dance Fest. Woohoo! Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you can probably see Ellis in many other places, singing in the choirs around the halls of Bomber. So. Yeah, we we're so thrilled to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, great to be here. And with that, a knock at my door comes. Probably to unlock someone's door. That's my that's my favorite RA activity. So perfect. This is a great time to close then. Thanks so much. <laughs> All right, thanks for having Thank me. You. This Thank you. Thanks, Alice. Thanks, Alice.